What are you doing here today? Is this some kind of setup or something? What I'm mean? just on my way to the beach. You can put oh. that in the fridge. You know what? I don't oh. want this cookie. No, I just stopped by. What's wrong with that? Oh. Me, my mommy, and my daddy. I'm here. I'm here. Hurry. Hurry. Oh my god. God. Welcome everybody to To Cap It Off The To Catch A Predator podcast. I am your host, Jake Scholl, and I'm joined here by my co-host, C.G. Myers. And we're here to talk about everything T-Cap and Hanson versus Predator, going all the way from role-playing chat rooms to the Murphy, Texas incident, all the way up to the one and only Jeff Sokol, who we will be covering this episode. So, uh, starting off with Jeff Sokol, uh, me and CG will be covering everything from his chat log to his interaction with Chris to his sentencing. Uh, so I think I'll hand it off to uh, CG so he can talk about uh, a little bit about the chat that he's had with the decoys and then a little bit further into detail about that. All righty. So his chat log wasn't 100% interesting um, in regards to like... He just seemed very, not des- desperate wouldn't be the word I would use for him. I would say just annoying. He kept asking the decoy for pictures of her, like, and not just like photos, but like, hey. They were really specific if I remember, right? Yeah, they were because he wanted to make sure that it was real. And he even makes a statement. He goes, well, Because there's people out there like cops and law enforcement that try to catch people who talk to younger kids. Foreshadowing, let me tell you. (laughs) Woohoo. I also, I'm looking at his like wiki page. Uh And I have to say, they picked the worst picture for him on his wiki. He's like, shut, like, he's like half deep throat in a slice of pizza. On his uh, wiki page. But that's the photo he's known for. I know. But, like, like you couldn't pick his mugshot or you couldn't pick, like, any other picture. You had to pick the one where he's, like, almost crust deep in a slice of pizza. And that, actually, that's the first pizza he tried to take. It's just all, like oozing off like he didn't even like try to like eat it so it didn't look disgusting yeah no he was just like i'm hungry he must have been really hungry driving all that way i know two and a half hours man you get hungry i guess so well think about it when we when you and i just went on that trip not too long ago it was a two and a half hour drive yeah but i didn't yeah but we didn't go hey let's get pizza and eat it like that true and it's funny, too, because when you see him take that first bite, mm-hmm. you, you see all the cheese just drop off of the slice. Yeah. But um, all right. So uh, coming back to a little bit about him, uh, this was part of the Fairfield, Connecticut, Hanson versus Predator uh, investigation, aside from TCAP. But um. Um, at, the, at the time, he he was forty four. Yeah, for yeah, either forty four or forty five. Um, when this took place place in uh, two thousand and fifteen. 
if I remember correctly, he was 44 when, uh, like, at the time of the sting. Okay. Um, speaking of his age, I kind of want to say this, something I found that funny in the chat. Uh, the decoy uh, says, oh, you could date my mom, like, jokingly. And he goes, how old is she? And the decoy says, she's 49. And he goes, nah, too old for me. And see, that's just weird. Like, if you think that 49 is too old for you when you're 44 years old. But a 13-year-old is? Exactly. Like, you'd rather Perfect go for, for you? Yeah, like, you'd rather go for a 13-year-old than somebody who's a five-year difference in your in your age. That's just, like, already he's... I want to just knock him right upside the head. Um, something else, uh, he likes to, uh, fat shame. And what I mean by that is, um, the decoy was talking about liking to eat, like, candy and this stuff, and he goes, oh, you better watch out or you'll get fat, because girls get fat eating stuff like that. And then he continued to perceive to talk about, um, eating donuts and how he's addicted to Dunkin' Donuts. And it's like, dude... You can't talk. You have a little pudgy belly. Yeah, it's like you want to fat shame, but then you like you literally look like a lowercase b. Like it's all flat and then just boom, like beer gut. I can't say anything though. I'm a little chunky, but um, but like for like really Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, like he's like, oh, that's my favorite. I love Dunkin' Donuts. It's like he's like I I uh, grew up on a uh, Dunkin'. It's like uh, okay. I mean, unpopular I mean, opinion, but God, I can't stand Dunkin'. I think the donuts are super greasy. I don't drink coffee. So just the, the only good thing about it is that they merge with Baskin Robbins and I can get some ice cream. True. <laughs> um, also with Jeff Sokol, he went to uh, kind of find the loophole in this whole situation because he fully knew how meeting up with this 13-year-old was illegal. And his full, like his obviously full intention was to have sex with the, with the decoy. Um, and like I say, he fully knew what was going on. I mean, he and, mentions it in the chat of, oh, I, I could get almost 20 years in jail talking exactly, to you. Exactly. And so with that went to find the uh, the loophole in the situation which would then be um marrying the decoy and like eloping with the, with them so like coming up with a marriage like uh, like a certificate for the decoy to sign so then that way if they were to engage in any kind of interaction it would be considered legal because of a marriage certificate. Yeah, he, he brought over a, a contract that he was going to have this decoy sign. Um, but the weird thing is, he would have needed the mother's okay. I'm sorry, but what mother is going to say, yeah, I'll, I'll sign off on that. You can marry my daughter at age 13. 13. Yeah. Um, the decoy does say, 
um, that she's like turning 14 like next month during this conversation. But, but even still, so, that does not change the fact that it's illegal. My Okay, my thing is just in, in what mindset do, does someone go, yeah, that makes perfect sense. To, to, you know, to go after someone who is, um, uh, even just of that age. Right. And so then they, they chatted, how, you have the chat log, so what, um, mm-hmm. how long were they chatting for before they've met? Um... I mean, it's a, it's a little fuzzy, and what I mean by that is they chatted a little bit on Skype. So maybe like maybe like two weeks tops. I, I could be wrong. Someone could be like, oh, actually it was. But um, they talked a little bit on Skype. Um, they talked a little bit through texting. Um, the information that I, that I found, it didn't have like actual like, dates it was just like monday tuesday wednesday thursday so um but it i mean it was it was a progressive um chat like it it kept going um but it was just weird in the sense that like he knew what he was doing but at the same time he acted like nothing was wrong either. Right. <clears throat> and that's the other thing that bothers me is, and I'll uh, tackle this a little later is during his actual sentencing, like his courtroom sentencing, his lawyer tried to uh, claim that he's not an arrogant person and that, the jury and the judge should not go based off of what they've seen on the show. But then if you think about it, it's like, what is it? What is anybody supposed to go off of? If they're not going based off of the show or what they've seen on the show, Mm -hmm. there's no evidence. Yeah. Like, like the judge is pretty much, or not the judge. um, The lawyer is basically saying, you know, just don't believe anything that happened. Correct, but even in his even in his interrogation with with police, um, he's I, I watched that as well, like the the full thing, um, and the the officer said, um, well, so you t- you're talking about his interrogation, yeah, right? interrogation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, so the person who was interrogating him, um, said, so, um, they mentioned something in there that he was married for like 10 years, but they like glossed over that very quickly. Um, but they said, imagine if you're, let's say you had a 14 year old daughter, um, cause he kept going, well, she was 14, she was 14. He finally gave up and was like, fine. Let's let's say fourteen in this circumstance, um, that a fourteen-year-old um, had someone your age come over and you walked in. 
how would you feel about that? And he goes, well, I, I would be concerned at first, but then I would be like, well, if he was a cool guy like me, then there would be no problem. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> like, please explain, Jeff, what a cool guy like you looks like. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, if he thinks to himself that he is a cool guy, then I, I, I don't even know. Like, I can't even come up with, like, a joke to that. Like, that's just stupid. Oh, yeah. He's a real cool guy with his um hair that um he didn't even, like, he's... He like he like spiked it up like halfway and was like, yeah, that that's good. He lo- so like his hair. It looks like he tried to like faux hawk it, but then like put a hat on. Yeah, and just like gave up. Yeah, like he didn't take the gel out of his hair. It was just like you know, this this looks fine. Like, yeah, this, this, this is perfectly fine. Yeah, this, this is fine to the you know, um. Hang out with a with a fourteen year old girl, just hanging out. That's his. Just uh, hanging out. Yeah, this is uh, his classic. His line to Chris: "Chris, what are you doing here?" And just just hanging out. In my pepperoni pizza. Yeah. That I'm going to scarf down half of it. Hey, at least it's not a uh, supreme with pineapple. <laughs> True, but we haven't gotten to that one yet. <laughs> I know. Oh God, just thinking about that supreme with pineapple. It's so gross. Um, I do want to, um, put this out there, um, for anybody who has watched the total uncut of the, um, the episode, um, the medication that he takes is not, um, a Viagra or anything like that. Um, I thought that's what it was at first. Um, I even talked to you about this off of, um, the podcast. Um, saying, oh, we could make a joke. Um, I did do some further investigation um, with that, and it's actually for uh, IBM. You mean or IBS? I mean, yeah, IBS. As you say, uh, you mean? I was like, you're. I know you're not talking about the computer company IBM. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, IBS. But I mean, let's let's face it. With with all that cheese on that pizza that he ate, yeah, he ain't going to the bathroom at any point in time. He don't need no pills for that. <laughs> like like I said earlier, that when he takes a bite, that first bite, you see all that cheese just come dropping off. Yeah, you're not gonna be taking a dump any point in time. Soon. I think I think the worst part about that, like, is like I, I know for myself. If if I was in that situation, I wouldn't be hungry to eat. Like I would feel sick. I would not be exactly. sitting. I wouldn't be sitting there eating my pizza. Yeah. Well, that's like a couple of the other predators that are uh, back on one of the earlier episodes of TCAP with the cookies. That like what is it? There's like three or four different ones that just keep eating the cookies while Chris is talking to them. And it's like, because I would be in the same situation. Like, I could not eat. I would be yakking up cookies or yakking up pizza left and right because I just got busted. Like, that, no. Like, what? What? No way. Yeah. These home bakes. <laughs> I'm just on my way to the beach. <laughs> um, 
so then going a little forward to the uh to the night that they met mm-hmm. um he arrives at the house to the squeakiest door in the world and i i can't even like i got i always have to skip over that because that sound of that squeaking just uh, i guess just, they did i guess they didn't have that in the budget to, to fix yeah, the door there's no wd-40 in the budget or just you know sitting around yeah but um yep he shows up with a pizza he shows up with wings but then uh what is what they don't mention though on the segment is that he also showed up with vodka oh he did i did not know that he showed up with vodka because uh it's a little weird to have you know orange juice and wings and pizza but he also had vodka with him which makes the orange juice a little more understandable because you know vodka and orange juice um it's a good mix i mean i'm more of a like having like a soda with my pizza Right, as is the normal population. So, like, he showed up with the pizza, and you could see he has an orange juice with him. Mm-hmm. So, and here it's because he also had vodka with him. Gotcha. So, to mix the vodka and the orange juice made a little more sense than to just have orange juice with pizza. And, of course, a 13-year-old wouldn't... Or 14. Whatever whatever the... It, she, yeah. she was 13. But she was turn, turning 14 in a month. Regardless. <laughs> it, this stuff matters. <laughs> um, Not by much, so, but it matters. So uh, once they, you know, once they see each other and they kind of get acquainted, they, well, I can't even say get acquainted because the decoy, who was a 19-year-old theater student, I, I have to say is one of the better decoys yeah that they've had because like you think it's some of them like don't get me wrong casey is always gonna be my favorite decoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she i think she played the character really well um but you look at this one and she plays things off really well like she goes with the conversation and stays in character phenomenally yeah because like when he says about like you look different than like in the pictures, she's like immediately she's just like, oh, my hair lightens up in the summer. Like, boom, she played that off so perfectly. Yeah, there's no. Oh, my hair. Well, every everyone's hair in my family, it gets blonder. Me, my mommy, my daddy. <laughs> exactly. Like, like. You could firmly believe that this is who Jeff was chatting with. Oh, hold on. I, I got to hold you right there. Um, I got to put um, my clothes in the laundry before they wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that, that's, that was one of the, uh, one of the more uh, cringier excuses for the decoy. Like, I understand the whole, like, you know... Uh, like I made you, I made you cookies, or I made you brownies, or cupcakes, or just I made you sweet tea, which they then like that was a good excuse, and then they went downhill with the it's what we do down south. <laughs> like no, that is like <laughs> like spoken like a non-true southerner. So once they 
get once Jeff gets into the house, he then, you know, sits everything on the counter, and goes in for, for, for a hug. But it's not just like a normal hug. It's one of those just like bring it in, like, like I just met you. Like yeah. I'm not gonna come in and just like you know, bring it in, hug you. Yeah. Like. Like, there's times where, like, I've met, um, uh, females, girls, whatever you want to call them, um, (laughs) scare me half to death, um, but, like, I'm not going, like, oh, we just met. Can I get a hug? Where's my hug? Yeah, really. (laughs) Come here. Yeah, like. I don't know, like, I, that's a situation, it's like, if it's somebody you just met, sometimes it's okay, like, it it depends on how, how the situation is gone. Yeah. Like, if you guys are comfortable enough with each other, and you both want to just, you know, kind of go in for, like, a greeting hug, that's yeah. okay. But not, like, like, you could fully tell Jeff was going in for, like, one of those, like, bear hug you, kind of, like... Yeah. Smother you type hugs. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age now, I mean, that's probably not even allowed. Maybe even a fist bump's not even allowed right now. Germs, ill. Yeah, as of right now, holy moly, he better have some Purell with him. Um, so then the the decoy denies him a hug, and I think right there, Jeff was just kind of like put off by it. Mm-hmm. Because like you can hear hear it in his voice. He's just like, oh. And then roughly, like, right after that, they hear something, and he hears something in the house, and he's like, is someone else here? Who's that? And she's like, uh, no. And then Chris comes out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, like, even, like, prior to that, we still get, like, one of the best memes from this whole interaction. He opens the pizza to show her the pizza, and she's looking like, okay, like, it's a pizza. And then he goes on this rant about pizza sizes and the price of the pizza sizes. And he's like, I know, like you said, you wanted a small, but the small was like the same size as the large. So I just got the large because it was the same size and it was almost the same price as the small. And it was like, what are you talking about? I mean, he's not fooling anyone. He's, he was just basically uh, saying that, uh, yeah. Well, I'm not that big, so size doesn't matter. Yeah, so so pizza size doesn't matter. No. Um, and I, I then heard, I, I confirmed this from uh, Joey's TCAP channel on YouTube. Okay. That he went to Fairfield, Connecticut and went to Jeff's sentencing. So he was there. Okay. He was there in the courtroom. Um, but after the sentencing... He actually went to Planet Pizza Okay. the sentencing, and he confirmed that that is true. The large is almost the exact same size as the small, and they're almost the same price. He said, like, the large was, like, $13.99, and the small was $11.99, so, like, a $2 difference for this pizza. But he said it was some of the best pizza he's ever had. And while we're on the topic... Um, 
Oh, man, I should have said, while we're on the toppings of that. <laughs> so funny. I just pulled it up on Yelp. Oh, the pizza pulled, place. You pulled up Planet Pizza? Yep. All right, let, 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 me, let, let me get some info here on Planet Pizza and some reviews, if, if there are any. I'm sure there are. So one of the fo- so photos um, that we have here is one of them is Jeff explaining the pizza size. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. And the orange juice is on the counter. That's what I'm saying, dude. They, he had that orange juice with him. Um, what else, what other pictures do we have? Well, we have slices of pizza. We have the outside of the restaurant. I'm not going to lie. We have the, the menu. The, the pizza looks really good. It does. Um, what else do we have? Um, I think, I think eventually we need to, uh, make a trip out to Fairfield. Yeah. Oh, we have another photo of Jeff looking creepily at the, at the decoy. And she's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And we have a photo of him trying to eat the pizza, and Chris is there. Oh, man. Fantastic. So then, uh, once, you know, they, they're talking a bit, and they're kind of just going back and forth, and once they start talking about each other's looks, like, you know, Jeff is, he, he says this stuff where he's like, you know, you just look different than in the pictures. Mm-hmm. He, but like he's not leery about it. He's just yeah. kind of he just points it out. He's like, you know, you look different. I mean, there's sometimes where um, I, I call like with online dating or even just like talking to someone online, um, and then you meet up, what have you. I call it the um, the uh, it's almost like ordering um, something at McDonald's where you see where you see the where photo it looks fantastic in the picture, and then you get it, and then you're like, oh. Well, I was going to say, well, you see the photo of it on the menu board, you order it, you have it, and it looks like the picture just without the Snapchat filter. Right. <laughs> um, so he's then talking about her looks and then, but then he does this weird thing where he's just like, you know, what about me? Do I look the same? Do I yeah. look and, and, the, and the, well, the decoy gives like a, a pretty good response. She's like, you look different. She's like, not for better or for worse. Just different. But yeah, just different. Like Well, even in the chat, he's he's very much like, So, am I handsome? Am I this? Am I that? Like what why do you need this eval why do you need validation? From yeah, a like, thirteen-year-old, like he needs some reassurance, but like instead of going to someone his own age, mm-hmm. he needs to get reassurance from a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, that's uh, that's just another reason that I wanted to just smack him upside the head. I mean, there's probably like twenty or even thirty reasons, but you know. Yeah. So then they move into uh, going to eat, or well, first the uh, the the decoy brings up the whole you know marriage certificate and she's like let's just deal with the contract so we can get it out of the way Mm -hmm. and jeff's like oh i want to eat first i'm hungry i drove two hours yeah he drove two and a half hours so he's hungry so he needs to eat he's like we'll talk about it while we eat and as as they sit down uh they grab some pizza and then you start to hear the noises of the one and only chris hansen (laughs) 
The decoy heads out, and in walks Chris, and instantly, this is where I really started to hate Jeff, because he comes out, like, Chris comes out, and Jeff's like, who's this? And uh, Chris is like, who are you? And Jeff immediately just shoots the same question back, just, who are you? Like, no, just answer the question. Don't be a dick. Just who's a qu- like? Who are you? Guy asked who you are, and like uh, it, it just really bothered me because he fully believes he's not doing anything wrong. Well, exactly, and that he feels that he can just be this arrogant, uh, this arrogant, just person to whoever's talking to him. Yeah, and then I like how. Chris kind of just puts him on the spot throughout the interaction because he's like, how old are you? And Jeff says 39, if I remember correctly. He says 39 in the chat. And um, Chris is like, well, you might as well just tell me the truth because I can figure out how old you are. And he, he, he just snaps his fingers. He's just like, like that. And it's like, boom. In your face, Jeff, you just got put on the spot by, in the words of Mr. Gigi, the pedo slayer. And, and you can tell he, like, the more the the conversation goes on, you can see Jeff just become more and more defeated. Not only that, I think part of it, too, he, he gets angry that this is happening. Yeah. It, but and, and then uh, Chris is like uh, something. He's like, "There's something about a uh, marriage contract," and Jeff just chuckles as though like this is stupid. Like just this arrogant chuckle as though like, "Oh man, like this is this is ridiculous that this guy's talking to me about this." And then he just continues to eat his pizza. Yeah, I think I think Chris Chris. Uh gets uh, mad that he's still eating the pizza. I think there's a part in there where he's like, go ahead, go eat your pizza. <laughs> yeah, like you can tell Chris is annoyed that he just continuously is eating the pizza and he's just like, go ahead, have another bite, just whatever. Chris probably wanted some, let's be honest. <laughs> I feel like Chris would would have taken a slice if it wasn't from Jeff. If it was under different circumstances. Right. Uh, let's see. Because that wouldn't have looked good on camera. <laughs> Chris Hansen takes pizza from uh, from the predator that he was trying to catch. Yeah. So then after a little bit of interrogation, a little back and forth, Jeff being a little uh, not unresponsive because he, he fully like responds to Chris, but he's not giving information. He was being arrogant. Yeah, he was just being an arrogant person. Yeah, and uh, towards the end, he persistently <clears throat> asks who who Chris was. Like he didn't know who he was, and he's just like, "Who are you? Who are you?" And finally, Chris says, "You know, I'm Chris Hansen, and we're doing a story called Hansen versus Predator." And once that happens and the cameras come out, you can fully see, like, every ounce of. Jeff just become defeated. And, you know, once Chris tells him, you know, he's free to leave and this and that, 
he Jeff's just like, so are the cops here? And Chris's response is the greatest response I've ever heard. And it's she's like, is are the cops here? And Chris just goes, We'll see. <laughs> like, could you be any creepier? <laughs> like, that was such a Batman response. Like I mean, there's been others where they're like, Am I gonna get arrested? Or there's cops, and he's like, Well, that's not up to me. I know, like that that's a little bit more of a like an understandable response, but to just be like, Are the cops here? We'll see. I I like, think like, all I, right, Punisher, like what are you doing? I think I think uh Chris responded like that because he was fed up with Jeff. Yeah. So once he then was arrested from the sting, he was taken into interrogation. This is where you really start to see how mu- scummy he really is. Because he starts to, like, deny his, uh, like, his chat. Where the, like So the, uh, the detective was like, you, t- you talked about having sex with the decoy. And he's like, I never said that. I mean, what he did say was, it, it was, technically, he didn't, like, outright say, um... Like, oh, I want to have sex and I want to do X, Y, and Z. It was, well, if it got to that point. Yeah. So, um, he, he, yeah, so he doesn't, like, directly talk about it, but he still alludes to it. Yeah. Um, something that I noticed with Jeff, and I noticed with other predators that we'll talk about in other episodes, um, but... They they say stuff like, well, I mean, if we would have gotten along, then yes, about either the sex thing or... And I look at that and I go, or, oh, when they when they would be... I think Jeff says in his interrogation, um, well, like, if whenever she turns 16 or 17, and it's like, that's still young, Jeff. No. Yeah, like... <laughs> Regardless of 13 through 16, that doesn't make it any better. No. Like, and and that's part of just what annoys me so much about him is that he see, he feels like there's nothing wrong with what he's doing. Yeah. And because of that, that just irks me so bad. Another question I would, would say I have is... I'm sorry, but what are you... I mean, reading the chat log, it it felt very middle school-ish, where it was... And, okay, yes, granted, the decoy was supposed to be 13. I get that. But it was very much like, hey, how are you? What you doing? Like, stuff that you would have a dialogue with someone who is in that grade. Uh, So... Okay, you meet this girl. Fine. What are you going to talk about with a 13-year-old? Right. You're, you're not going to have the same intellectual conversations that you would have with someone your own age. Um, I get so, not just weirded out, but just baffled that uh, even people that aren't like, people that are like, oh, well, I'm talking to somebody who's like, 
five years younger than me. Why? What are you going to talk about? Because they didn't live in the same time as you growing up. So what are you going to talk about? Right. Like, seriously. Like, yeah, it's just he, weird. Like, he goes, to the, he goes to talk to the decoy, and he's just like, yeah, so, like... Uh, VHSs. Um, yeah, v- VHSs are like... Rem- you know, remember Blockbuster? Yeah. Oh, wait, that that's right. No, you don't. Okay. Oh, Blockbuster. Oh. I totally miss Blockbuster. <laughs> my, my point is, is that, like, you talk to somebody that age... They're not gonna go. Oh yeah, they. Oh, if if you're lucky, they might say, "Yeah, I think I remember." Or my parents have some in their house, but that's very few and far between. Especially when he was talking to this girl in 2015. The reason why I bring that stuff up again is, what are you going to talk about? And I'm sorry, what are you gonna do? Play footsies underneath the table? Yeah, really. No, you couldn't play it under the table. That was a very sturdy table that. You could not put your feet under. Well, of course it was. Yeah, th- there was because, nothing under. Because Manchild Decoy, his his uh, his daddy built that one, and that was a pretty good table. <laughs> did I did I just kill you with that joke? No. <laughs> then why does it sound like you're hyperventilating? <laughs> his interrogation with the detective he then goes to uh talk about the marriage certificate and you know he he just kind of he tries to walk around it and explain like and he's, he says something along the lines of he's like you know i was just trying to explain to her that people can get married just by signing a couple documents and it's like that's not what you were just trying to do you specifically like disclaim that if they signed this you wouldn't go to jail also why would you need to explain that to a 13 year old in the first place about marriage because at that age yeah (laughs) because at that age they're not thinking about marriage Right. They're they're thinking about oh, um, what am I gonna do at the mall this weekend with 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 my friends? I just thought of that the other day, um, because I used to do that when I was a teenager, like like around fourteen, fifteen years old, where like Friday nights was like go hang out at the mall. But now that I'm now that I'm older, I'm just like why like especially at the mall by my house, like it's like. There's nothing at this mall that is really appealing to a 14 or 15-year-old person. I mean, at least you had that. I didn't have any friends. I was very lonely. I was a, I was a nerdy kid. I felt I feel like I got like the the pity invite that was like, "Hey, you're not cool, but you could still come over." I would get uh, you know what? Sometimes I would get the pity invite and then they would ditch me. <laughs> um, so then Throughout his uh, interrogation, obviously, he talks more and more that does not help his case out. And just, like I said, shows how much more of a scummy person he is. Yeah. Um, he is then is uh, sent to prison in uh, wait of his sentencing, which, if I remember correctly, it was over a year till they actually sentenced him. I think it was 17 months. 
Um, if I if I remember correctly, hold on. I have the wiki pulled up here. Um. Uh, yeah. From what it looks like, it because I see on I'm on the wiki as well. It doesn't say how long it took, but if I remember from Joey's TCAP channel, uh, because he was there. If I remember correctly, he said he was there. Um, and sentenced 17 months after the arrest. Um, this also then, his trial just blows my, like, McFrickin' mind. Like, so, and not even in, like, Jeff is not the one that boggles my mind in this situation. It's his lawyer. Yeah. Because his lawyer... His lawyer tries to really blame his his IBS for this whole thing. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but any any like medical or disability you have, I'm sorry, it you should not use it at, for a crutch. Yeah, exactly. Like using a disability does not excuse you from being a pedophile or or just even just someone who you know just breaks the law just in, just in general like right. it doesn't give you a free pass and then uh, like cuz he says like he he had to go he had to deal with IBS all through high school and was picked on because of it and because of it he had to put on a mask like a quote unquote mask like okay and his lawyer, like, just kept stressing to the judge that, you know, Jeff is a, gr- is a nice guy. He's a great guy. And it's like, okay, he may be a nice guy, but every nice guy's got a dark side. Yeah. So, like, yes, he may be a nice guy. Yeah, he may have donated to charity. Not saying he did, but like, let's say for an example, like, oh, I can go send three hundred dollars over to UNICEF, but then uh, I could still do that. Like, your other actions, your other life actions, does not excuse you from what you did. Yeah. And uh, let's see, what else did we go over? Oh, he went over. um, He did go to a psychiatric examination prior to his trial where they attached like, I guess sensors or whatever they attached you during like a lie detector almost, but they attached uh, lie detector equipment to his genitalia uh-huh. and showed him pictures of children Mm-hmm. To see, you know, like, what would be the initial reaction. And apparently, from info that we've seen through a couple different sources, he, quote-unquote, passed with flying colors. So, you know, regardless of that, I don't see, you know, like, how that's excusable from his actions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can take him to a lie detector and be like, are you attracted to this child? And if if you're not attracted to that specific child, 
obviously you're not going to have a reaction and pass with flying colors. Yeah. That still does not excuse Jeff from, you know, his chat that he had with the decoy and him actually showing up. Correct. And, um, and Jeff even says he's like, chatting is chatting. It's not, it's like, that's not incriminating. I mean, other, other, others have said uh, stuff like that as well. Yeah, and Chris, Chris even said he's like, yeah, chatting is chatting, but showing up is also showing up. Yeah. Um, um, something I was reading while you were talking, um, Sokol, um, or yeah, yeah, Sokol, um. I didn't. I didn't know if I wanted to call him um, Jeff or Sokol, so we're just gonna call him Sokol. He 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 doesn't he doesn't get the uh, uh, decency that we get his first name. Um, so he um, he blamed uh, the decoy uh, for flirting with him. I do remember hearing that, and that annoyed me too. The other thing that annoyed me about the lawyer. The lawyer's argument with the judge about how, you know, a hundred years ago, the age of consent was six or no, nine years old, if I remember correctly. Uh, something like that. Yeah, it, um, was, it was it was nine years old. And then it went up to 12 and then it went to 13 and eventually went to uh, the age it is today. Mm-hmm. And he's and this is a quote from him. Um is so what he is being sent to jail for today was something that a hundred years ago was not a crime. Yeah, that's the equivalent. That's the equivalent of me saying like, oh, well, um, let, let's say they, they bump up the drinking age to, um, 25. Okay. Um, that's like the equivalent of me, um, or anybody drinking, when they're 21 and going, well, it used to be this age, so um, I can still drink. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, trying to get a try to get around it. No. And the reason why they bumped up the age was for a reason, not just because they decided one day sitting in the room going, hey, we, sh- we should we should we should we should change that. What do, you, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think so, too. Okay, okay, good. We're, we're going to change it. Exactly. Like, it, it just was so irrelevant to the case. Yeah. That's like, where where did that fall anywhere in the topic that your client, Jeff Sokol, went to meet up with a 13-year-old child? Yeah. Quote-unquote 13-year-old child. Yeah. Um, so from there, as of 2017, he was sentenced to 30 months, so a little over two years, and then seven years suspended uh, parole. But then he also uh, here uh, this is his actual thing. And Sokol was sentenced 30 mo- 30 months pleading guilty to his crimes of attempting second-degree sexual assault, attempted risk of injury to a minor, and enticing a minor by computer. Uh, once he was sentenced, it was, like I said, 30 months in prison and then seven years 
parole. Uh, then once that was over, he also had to uh, be sentenced 10 years on the sex offender list. So as of right now, he's still on parole. As far as I know, I have not seen any updates about Jeff. Um, if anybody listening has any information updated past 2017, uh, feel free to send it to us via Facebook or Instagram at t- uh, to cap it off podcast. Uh, we also have uh, a section where if you guys would like to send us any questions that you would like us to read on on the show, we will absolutely do that. Uh, and then also, if you guys have any predators that you guys would like for us to talk about on the next episode, please send it to us via Facebook or Instagram. Um, so with that being said, CG, um, for the next episode. Yes. Who are we thinking? I don't know. Or, sh- who, or, sh- who or should, are we we pu- should we put out a poll on uh, on our pages? I think we should put out a poll eventually, but not right now. Okay. I I think until people start listening more and we and we have a little bit more of a little collective small groupage of people. Um, I think right now I think we need to uh, make the decision ourselves um but that can always change um but who who are you thinking if we would if if you could say right now this is who we're gonna do next um i mean i lean between a couple different predators um you know jesse velez is always a good shout um as is michael gentile but i i think we should actually lean into um somewhere in the actual world of TCAP, because we kind of started off with Hanson versus Predator. This is true, which is very different than um, To Catch a Predator. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we could go with a classic. We could. And this is one of your favorites, I know, by far. Um, You know, we we could just stop by... We could, we could, okay. Just, we okay. could just stop by in Ocean County, New Jersey to talk about the one and only Palumbo. Okay, as long as it's not at nighttime, because I'm not a driver at night. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's shoot for that one. Next episode, we'll be talking about the one and only Anthony Palumbo. And we hope with that, you'll be able to stop by next episode. Right, and then also be sure to put your beer in the fridge. Make sure it gets in the fridge. Don't get too drunk off of that, as he would say. So it can chill? Yeah, so it can chill. Um, So with that said, I think that's a pretty good wrap-up for Jeff Sokol as well as leading into our next episode. Um, Like I said, if you guys do enjoy the show, Please follow us on Instagram at t- to cap it off podcast, as well as Facebook, like our Facebook page to cap t cap the to catch a predator podcast. Also, uh, 
feel free to take a look into the Facebook group for the love of TCAP. That's kind of what started this whole thing. Uh, shout out to that group from myself and CG. That's right. <laughs> uh, also, just a little bit of backstory on what got us into the show was. Well, do we? Well, do we want to save that for an intro thing? Yeah, um, I guess. I guess we can do that. Yeah, we'll do that. That way, it's not clumped up in this episode. Someone, people can listen to maybe a ten-second or thirty-second discussion of what got us into this. Knowing us, it'll probably be longer. It'll hopefully probably not. be like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, hope hopefully it's not an hour discussion of what got us into TCAP. But yeah, yeah, I was gonna say we're just coming up about fifty-three minutes. We're on. Well, it's fifty-two. So I mean. Well, aren't but, you just specific? Well, we got to be specific, specific because um, because um, I couldn't say fourteen, even though the fourteen-year-old was or the thirteen-year-old was turning fourteen in like a month. What are you even talking about? <laughs> I don't know. What, I was gonna say what you just said made no sense at all. Oh no, I I've been uh, listening to uh, Jeff Sokol too much. <laughs> Just be sure to check your pizza sizes as well as the pizza prices. The next time you order. Exactly. Because, you know, the large pizza could be the same price as the small pizza, but it could be the same size. So it might just make more sense to get the large pizza instead of the small pizza. That is right. So with that said, uh, that's going to wrap it up for episode one of To Cap It Off. We hope you guys enjoyed. I am your host, Jake Scholl. And C.G. Myers. And remember, always order your pizza the correct way from Planet Pizza. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. I'm just on my way to the beach. Put in the fridge. You know what? I don't want this cookie. No, I just stopped by. What's wrong with that? Me, my mommy, and my daddy. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, my God. God.